0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 125 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val. With me is the amazing Jason. How are you?
1: Doing well. Simple.
0: <laughs> and then the, man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> <laughs> a PSA and White Castle Hall of Famer Logan. How are you? I'm feeling
2: like cracked ice.
0: <laughs> and speaking of, we want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. Get a little housekeeping here. Uh, uh, shout out to new subscriber, <laughs> the Card Story. Why am I drawing a blank? Oh yeah, we're going to talk about. We got a, a short, quick show for you today. We're going to review some F1 uh, results. More uh, about the 2006 Futura Lewis Hamilton. We had a couple sell that we wanted to point out. The Joey Logano silver packs with the yellow optics. There has been a sighting. And then we have a uh, an answer to the white box that we did in Kings Court. There was a Richard Petty that had white box logo on the back. Uh, we got some information about that. And then uh, that's it for the show. So let's get moving the F1. Like I said, gentlemen, I had seen or been following Golden and PWCC for some of the auctions they had some Lewis Hamiltons that I thought were really interesting. There were the, quickly, the F3 formula uh, and then the F1 formula. Those, if you remember, are from the magazine. They're perforated inside of there. So we had a couple of them sell in the 2007. There were two basically close together, it was like a beginning of November and I believe the middle of November. And you can see they're both. Uh, nines and you know what I consider a pretty good deal. there thousand and sixteen hundred for the F one, but the F three. That's what I guess everybody was looking at. That's his two thousand and five kind of first card. One was a SGC eight, and the other one was a PSA nine. You can see it's almost forty thousand to about seventeen thousand. I wish they were both nines then we could have maybe compared the SGC to PSA, but pretty decent, you know, decent uh, amount there for the fives. I think, you know, the sevens might have been the bargain there.
2: Uh, I would agree with that. I think whoever bought those probably got a pretty good deal.
0: Yeah, I think they're really I I guess we'll see in the future how accepted they get uh, and being uh, and the scarcity. Again, we talked about them you know, being in the magazine back from 05, 06, 07. And, you know, what what did people do back then? You know, they, they tore those out of the magazines. And I knew if I was a kid, that'd be the first thing I would do is take those out. So, and then moving over to the Futura cards, there are a few auctions since uh, September. Again, uh, the Futura from the 06, which is a Pretty limited. I see a lot of 2005s, uh, not too much 2006. Uh, there's a, a BGS 9 there for about uh, 32.4 in a uh, Beckett 9. Uh, this is the PSA 8 for 13. Here's a 9 for 36. And what's interesting is the, I won't say free fall, but the where this card in this grade has come this year, uh, and we kind of briefly talked about it before we came on, but you know, back in March, this card was $312,000.
1: Hey, go back to the other slide real quick. I wanted the, to see the, the date again. One? Yeah, so in eight months, we've had a 90% decrease
0: pretty much. Yeah. So from 312 to 36. It's incredible. The pop on this is there are only three PSA 9s. And I think in the slides throughout the year, we've seen some of them come up and down. Some of the same card. We we, have. Now, we haven't seen this one, or I can't find. This is kind of new for my listing, but to see those 9s go from 312 in March, May, 292.
2: Yeah, I think that one ended in 10, 1095. That's it. There's 204. Mm.
0: There's two Authentics. There's a BGS9 for 32. So 8. And then we got this 36. And then we have this 8 here for 15. So, it, I mean, that's a loss of $276,000 for that PSA 9. Man, that's... It's amazing. I can't still can't wrap my head around the loss of that card for for the year.
2: Yeah, I'm just wondering who who spent three hundred twelve thousand dollars on that that c- could afford to lose a quarter of a million dollars. I mean, that just th- this whole thing just absolutely blows my mind. But you and, know what, what I'm thinking about is you know we saw such a dramatic increase in Formula One in that year and a half or whatever period during the pandemic. And I guess this may be terrible to say, and people may not like me for saying it, but I think a lot of, a lot of it was just hyped up. And now that the people that hyped it up have gotten it to where it just really is plateaued. Now they're getting out of it. And now the real collectors are are taking the fall for it.
1: I'll Uh, even go worse and say it's uneducated money because, Think about, and I know we're racing, that's our focus, but think about the outliers. Everything went up during COVID, and I've been a wrestling card collector my entire life. And the great thing about it was, it's kind of like racing. It's always been affordable, even inserts and autographs and stuff. That stuff took off, and it's all the outliers that are crashing the hardest. And we're almost back to where we were. Like you walk in the stores and stuff's on the shelves, and it's unbelievable the selection you can find now. But those core four, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, are plateauing, where to me it feels like these outliers, the not NASCAR, we've we talked about that, but the F1s, the wrestling, those are crashing. And the other stuff, is to me, is plateauing. But, yeah, it, it's crazy. And I'm total agreement with Logan. I think it's the hype and, like I said, the uneducated money.
0: Now, one thing I'll throw in there is – some of these issues have like come out of the woodwork, right? So, we thought that 2006 for chair was really the first one. If it wasn't for that gentleman in Czechoslovakia, you know, you know, with those magazine cutouts or perforated cards, and I think Logan, we talked about it before where there's not a lot of documentation for this early F1 stuff. So, as it comes out, people might think, Oh, you know, this is it, this is the best grade, this is the one. The chase. This is the uh, card, and then all of a sudden, you know, a 2005 and a 2007. I think there's even a 2006 as F1, F2, and F3 for Lewis Hamilton. So, uh, then you have the uh, I guess you want to say the mass exodus out of F1, I guess, onto the next thing, or people have maybe left cards at all together. Maybe it's the economy and crypto because I would imagine you know, people with betting, they're betting on cards they're betting on uh, gambling on games and they're you know betting on crypto so
2: yeah i mean we've seen the hard crash of crypto not that we're we're talking about that here but you know again it's and and i think my son calls it the hype beast you know you get these people that come in with some a little bit of money they they hype all this stuff up and it's almost like a pump and dump and that's kind of what we're seeing right now you know talking about that lewis hamilton uh tops now f1 his first f1 uh card that yeah. car number three you know that thing was almost five grand like almost two years ago now you can you can buy them for under 400 that's that is well over 90 percent and that, and that if you notice that's kind of the trend we've we've seen these prices have been up here and now they've dropped almost you know 80 90 percent it's it's and like i said the collectors the, the, the real collectors that bought into this and thought well Hamilton, hey, i' I've saved up this money this is a cool card i I paid a lot of money for it and now it's crashing I mean they're they're left holding the bag. I think it's a, it, I think
0: it's just terrible yeah we don't we don't like you know this at all because we want folks to stay in the hobby yeah. for the the long term. We don't want them in there for eight months and in and out. I want them in for eight years or more you know you know I was listening to one of the older episodes that we did. Uh, I think it was 85 or 87 when the F1 flagship had come out and the the way on the top's website, there was about a 125, I think it was, but the big three had them for four to $500 a box. You know, those, those boxes now have come back down to about 110 a box. So, you know, the people who bought in at four or 500, you know, open a box of flagship and, you know, there's no autographs or nothing in like that. It's just, I feel for folks, you know, thinking that they were getting in and, you know, getting their money's worth, or whatever it was. So,
2: well, you know, like, I've noticed it on Com C. You know, talk about that same card I was talking about the tops now, F1, Lewis Hamilton card number three. There are people that still have those things up there for, you know, $1,000 or more. And you know, they bought in when it was higher. So there, there's no way they're just going to have to sit on it and hope that it goes back up. But I just don't see it going back up.
0: Yeah, we need a lot of collectors to come back in and buy cards or people to buy multiple copies of cards right so it's like okay i have one but no i need to be i don't want to say investor but you know to have more than one copy of a card to reduce supply again you know probably people aren't collecting lewis like they were the other year when you know he was running for the championship and tied and was winning all these races and uh, it was just kind of max running away with it so but anyway uh, like I said, I saw some of those prices and I wanted to make sure uh, we kind of passed that on to, to let you guys know, you know, we're trying to keep as much education uh, as possible on some of this stuff. So we don't want our listeners. We want them to be educated, you know, making purchases. So. Agreed. Yeah. just, it just,
2: I just can't believe, well, yes, I can believe I'll say that I can believe what we're seeing because Val you and I saw it with NASCAR back in the nineties. So
0: yeah, this is very reminiscent of Mm -hmm. what happened in NASCAR. Uh, So, and I'm afraid, you know, we're going to be repeating it because not to get a long story here, but you know, what's driving the new F one flagship is going to come out. The new F one Chrome is going to come out and what's the driving force to, uh, you know, collect it. Is there any hot rookies or whatever? Right. So, there's no real hot rookies. They're all F2 mm-hmm. drivers, so you know you won't see them in the higher ups for a while. So you know we'll see what will help drive the sales of the uh, latest version of flagship and Chrome.
2: I'm hoping that Tops has gets Lewis Sargent into a regular issue. Not Lewis Sargent, Logan, Logan. Sargent, Lewis <laughs> Sargent. Oh boy! But he's got to be up there him. and
0: competing, right? I mean, he's not riding around in last place. So,
2: yeah, no. So he's he's the great American hope for F1. So I'm hoping that's going to spark some interest in the United States with F1 and you know collecting cards. We'll see.
0: All right, moving over to the optic, um, the Joey Logano giveaways here. Let me uh, do those real quick here. Whoa, Play
2: the commercial. Whoa.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, people, if you like giveaways, we got a wicked giveaway for you. Panini sent me a box full of trading cards. Check these things out. We got a boatload of them. They said do whatever you want with them. So we decided to give them away to you guys. So we're going to pick 10 winners from Twitter, 10 winners from Instagram, 10 winners from Facebook. All you got to do is comment the 22 and 22. Hashtag the 22 and 22. And we're going to give them this out. Look at this, a whole bunch of packs. Look at this. Let's open one up for the heck of it.
2: Clint Boyer,
1: Ross Chastain, Harry gant that's a cool one, and Cole Custer. Wait a minute. Got one. Look at that guy.
0: There's a whole bunch of these. These
1: can be you. Who knows what you're going
0: to get? So that video came out, oh, months ago? I guess it was.
2: It's been a while.
0: So we've been trying to track them down and one of the, you know, Eagle Eye listeners hit me up on Twitter and said, Hey, is this uh, one of those? And this is what, this is what we found here. So as you can see, it's got the yellow gold looking edges there for for that version. Now there is a gold version of the optic, but it's numbered out of 10 and there's no numbering on the back. So to to make it confusing, of course, uh, if everybody remembers this, this was a mistake. Uh, this was the wrong color, should have been green, but the printer, I guess, once they messed it up or had inverse, inverted the numbers. And so we, we got, they printed this yellow version and Panini had it packed up. So they were trying to figure out what to do with it and they gave it the case to Joey Logano to, uh, to give away. So uh, they are starting to come out into the wild. So,
2: well, You know to to kind of go further on what you said you know val and i were at the national we talked to tim trout with panini he told us that the printer reversed the pantone colors Instead, so instead of making the green color they made yellow and they saw them that they were making yellow and they were like time out stop hold the presses literally and uh panini just kept all these cars of course you saw what they did they packed them up gave them to joey logano and we're starting to see some of them, but you know, you, you, this particular seller is calling this a gold pulsar variant. That is not true. Uh, it is yellow. It's not really gold. So I don't think the the seller, in, in my opinion, I don't think the seller knows what they've got. I think it's actually to me probably going to be almost as rare as some of those gold pulsars uh, going forward. Cause those things are going to be hard to find. Um, and something else I've noticed, too, guys, is have we seen anywhere on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram where Joy Logano said, hey, guess what? Nope. You won this because I follow him on all those different outlets and I haven't seen anything at all about that. And maybe I missed it, but I haven't
1: seen it. So a couple things. The story that you just the way that you just said that story with Tim Trout, for whatever reason, struck me differently. To where I realized if they stop the presses, there's a decent chance that every card does not have the same quantity. So there True. could be varying quantities and they're not numbered. And this is going to be one of those things where if you don't know what you're looking for, you're going to either sell low or give it away. The other thing is, am I gone? If you're back. not knowing what they are. Like this person listed it as gold. Those other ones that Val's getting outbid on are not listed as gold they're just listed as prisms or something aren't they because i've been on a couple also so i don't even know how you would effect or efficiently search these you're just going to have to like throw darts and just hope something you know hope you find it or find your driver maybe but this is going to be tough and i'm with you logan i have not seen anything from mr joey
0: Jason, we probably need you to run some numbers here. Uh, how many packs do you think are in that case multiplied by three to get an idea of?
1: Listen, of- the swatch department is backed up right now. No,
0: no, no, not, right. <laughs> not right now. Uh, let me know if I need to go to our company website and put a formal request in.
1: Actually, though, that's a good idea because I could probably stop that picture and maybe do a little bit of counting when the kids are asleep. So, I'll work on that. Yeah,
0: it is for it's for later on again. This is something that's not it's going to be it's not a flow, it's going to be a trickle and it's going to be running yeah. into them and kind of knowing that they're out there. There's no easy way to distinguish them and you kind of need to know that they exist. Uh, I don't know if Beckett has classified them and put them in the in the Beckett annual so or on their price guide i don't even know how you would price them so um this is probably like the 2019 fox announcer set it's out there and you know we're trying to educate the, our listeners again this is the only place in in the world you're going to get this kind of information so and again it's, it's hard to get information so we're kind of documenting as we as we go along yeah. so
1: and i'm yep. going to say it i don't i'm not going to hold back i guess we all said it before the show. There's multiple sellers, and they're located in Texas. And
2: yeah, we have noticed that these sellers are from Texas. Something, and-
1: something's weird, and I'm not trying to point fingers, but it just—it always has a bad look whenever something like that occurs. Uh, so hopefully, it's nothing. Hopefully, it's just coincidence. But you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I would encourage people like me, like I'm going to try to get a Blaney. But at the same time, I know a Blaney might never pop up. So I'm going to try to get a couple just because I think they're going to be some hard-to-get cards. So I'm just going to get a couple random
0: guys. All right. Yep. me too. Moving on, wanted to talk about the card in last week's, or two weeks ago, I think it was, it was a King's Court. Let me bring that up. This was a king's court uh nominee this was the richard petty it was a psa 10 autograph 10 and we noticed on the back that it is a 101 white box and we were not sure about that we had some ideas where that came from but i had not seen that before and one of the great uh listener, viewers of the show I am infected at 2745. Basically that the white boxes are boxes that Panini would give away for a trade on unfulfilled redemptions. So uh, I guess you could bundle them up and get one of these white boxes.
2: So, yeah, I guess that's something like what they would be giving away at the national for, you know, unfulfilled redemption.
1: Did you, and I missed this show. Did you notice that there was another petty that sold that was a white box?
2: I did not see that.
1: It's a three-color patch that sold for quite a bit of money. It's a three-color patch autograph, and it is 2019 Victory Lane, $500, 28 bids.
0: Wow, that's
1: pretty impressive. And it's it's also a white box.
0: You want to put it in the chat?
1: I'm, I'm having eBay issues. That's so. fine.
0: That's fine. Uh, you If you want to work on that, I know Logan had another Petty he wanted to talk about.
1: Sure did.
2: Um, and I sent you the link in the chat for that one just now, if you want to bring it bring it up and share it on screen, the, the card I want to talk about is one of our favorite cards that, that we love on this show. It's 1972 SDP, Richard Petty. And there's one, this one is currently on eBay. I don't know if it has an end date or not. I don't think it does. I think since it's just to buy it now. But they're asking twenty five hundred dollars for this card. And I encourage everybody to go out there and look at this card for themselves. But if you magnify in on it, this card is pretty beat up. I mean, yeah, it's missing I'm, not, a corner. I'm, not, I'm not trying to disparage this seller's card, but it is it, it, it it's not in the best of shape. I mean, it's just that's just a fact. If you look at it, the all the corners are frayed, there's some paper loss, there's stains on the back, but it is. In its defense, it is a 1972 STP Richard Petty rookie card. Um, Go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say that it is. And I was going to say, do you want to talk about why the paper loss is on the corners?
2: I would think that the reason it's in the shape that it's in is since these were given away at the Daytona 572, uh, I'm sure somebody just put them in their pocket and they just got worn out. Uh, And and the seller's got some other cards that are in that same kind of shape. And these are all great cards, don't get me wrong, but they're not in the best of shape. I I, I have a a collector friend who uh, messaged me the other day and he was asking about what I thought about this card. And I told him, you know, all the things that I just told you guys. And he said he was going to put in an offer. I said, I wouldn't go higher than fifteen hundred bucks, honestly. So I think he put in an offer for fifteen hundred and I think the seller came back with seventeen fifty. And uh You know, I just don't see that for this card right now. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not always right on this stuff. You know, but maybe the market can handle that now. But, you know, we saw one that's that was in ended up being a PSA eight that sold for a thousand dollars. I guess about what it was back in early summer,
0: maybe or 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 spring,
2: early spring. Yeah, I think it was early spring. But you know, maybe that's what the market is now. I don't know, but I just, I just. I like this card, but I don't like it for $2,500.
0: So where I was going to go with is Logan, and I've seen this, and this is just for our listeners, viewers, that if you run across one of these and it's in a screw down and not in a plastic sleeve, that you want the dealer to remove it from the screw down. Now, what happens is because of the clear coat or the, the finish on this card or any of the 72 STPs, they didn't, people didn't put the card in a card saver. So you're talking 80s, 90s when those screw downs had come out that it adheres yep. to the plastic. And I have a few of them like that that I've actually seen this and learned the hard way. So I'm trying to take my heartache and let you guys know so that you don't experience what I did. So uh, now this this is one of the reasons why I started getting some of these autographs because this card would look great autographed. Uh, I going to say kinda, that. Yeah, and it kind of gets rid of the, the blemishes. So um, with that beautiful Petty Art autograph.
2: Yeah, and, and I will say that I had a PSA 4 that I cracked out years ago and took it to the NASCAR Hall of Fame and got Richard Petty to sign it in person. So, I mean, if, for that reason, it, that that would be this would be a good candidate to get autographed, no doubt.
0: And speaking of, if uh, you want to hear more about the nineteen seventy two STP, uh, if you go into the archives, episode number twenty nine is on the nineteen seventy two STP. Uh, anything else, gentlemen?
2: Uh, the NASCAR Awards Banquet is, is going on probably right now as we record this in nashville wish i could be there but just not in the not literally not in the cards for me this year
1: <laughs> so i have one thing real quick um i know we're trying to jump off here but uh, we did that box break a couple weeks ago and i said i would give some cards away uh there is a giveaway posted for some cody Ware cards oh uh, you can't see because i'm blurred but i have some xrs uh the base the blue out of 199 and the red out of 99 And I put it up as I would give out one of them to the winner, unless Cody Ware retweeted. But he didn't retweet, he quoted, so I'll take it. Uh, So the winner gets all three Cody Ware cards, and he actually doesn't have too much out there. So I'm sure there's a ton of Cody Ware fans out there right now just dying for these cards. But giving all three of them away. So if you find my Twitter profile, Jason Dean Martin, it's up there. And... Still about four days left to enter. So,
2: that's so cool yeah. when you can get a driver to to quote a tweet or retweet. Yep. That's anytime you can get that, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna try. Like I said, I'm gonna try it with Bubba um, as well because that one's the one out of ten autograph. So we'll do that one after Cody.
2: Awesome, awesome. I bet I bet he does it. I bet he retweets it.
1: We'll
0: see. We'll that be that'd be nice.
1: I told my uh, wife I was gonna go stand outside of a McDonald's and hold the card.
0: <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> you, we could try you that. see a
1: picture of me outside McDonald's, that's what it is.
0: That's awesome. Uh, also, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, between now and the end of the year, we're going to kind of go do a, a best of. We're going to give uh, Jason and Logan some well-deserved some time off here. They put in their vacation notices for uh, the rest of the year. Otherwise, uh, and our vacations does not roll, so uh, they'll lose it if uh, they don't take it. So,
2: yeah, what about our health insurance benefits?
1: <laughs> open enrollment <laughs>
0: passed. Yeah, open enrollment doesn't happen until January 1. So. But uh, we'll come back uh, even uh, better in 2023. So, uh, I'll probably be tasks or we will or we'll be doing some best of and some other stuff here uh between now and end of the year so um definitely want to wish everybody happy holidays for uh you know december is a busy time so
2: yeah definitely definitely merry christmas happy new year happy holidays to all of our our listeners we appreciate you guys like we were talking about during thanksgiving we we really appreciate you guys tuning in and putting up with some of our long episodes. <laughs> I know that's a big ask.
1: Yep, we are uh, not to sidetrack. We put our tree up yesterday, the previous two days, about 20 minutes after we were done last night, all the lights went off and it was like, <gasps> like, holy crap. But well, we got fixed. We're all good. So we started celebrating and my wife is ready to watch the Dolly Parton Christmas special tonight. So we're, <laughs> we're starting hardcore here. That's right. cool man. I've
2: got I've got my three kings up on my tree. So I'll, <laughs> so be uh be checking me out on Twitter. I'll, take, I'll I'll put out a picture of my three kings on my Christmas tree.
0: <laughs> I look forward to that every year. I, I need to did that last with, night. I need to come up with something like that too. So anyway, uh any parting things, gentlemen? No sir. Uh, mm. I think that's all we have for right now. Uh again, we we appreciate yes.
2: One more thing, we almost forgot. Hashtag Skid Marks, Ty Freaking Gibbs.
0: Yep. <laughs> Wait for you, I realized that exactly. So Again, though, you can always check all the archives for episodes like the 1983 Uno, episode number 31, the 88 Max and episode number 38 and 39, the 1987-88 World of Outlaws with the <laughs> Jeff Gordon with the little Pencil mustache, whatever it was, 16. That's episode number 40. So, again, uh, all those are in the archive. And uh, some of these will be redoing for the new year. So I'm um, really looking forward to it since we have a kind of a low. I know the snowball derby <laughs> is going on, but uh, we got some movement in F1. People moving around, same thing with NASCAR. So, But we, again, appreciate everybody who's uh, listened, watched everything, or got to see in in person at the National. So uh looking forward to 2023. So we appreciate it very much. Yep, 23 and 23. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're out of here.